0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast you never knew you needed, Agony Island. Remember, all submissions come from our listeners and can be occasionally of an adult nature. So if you're easily offended, maybe carry on to a podcast about making jam or something. It's- Hello everybody and welcome to episode 9 of Agony Island. I'm Stephen Ham and this is...
1: Stefan Peddy. Hello. i am going to say, before going any further, man. all right. We are not recording on a normal day. We've had problems all the way across with mm. me being Sandy Claus and Stephen oh, yeah. being an actual doctor. And mm-hmm. uh, we've had sickness and plague in my house. And and now we've come to do this. Stephen is so tired, even his eyebrows look tired. While Wow. Uh <laughs> your eyebrows look tired when I say, you look you look you look you look like you're ready to go. Cool. Oh just a warm blanket and some soup and I'm ready for bed.
0: Yeah, I am tired. I mean, the backlighting's not helping. To be fair, but never mind. Um, we'll just
1: yeah, de- load the fine. Gonna...
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it. De- but you know, if I make a sarky comment, I'm going to have to play with my eyebrows at some point, ben, anyway. So sorry. you know, I'm well, just well, getting that's, that's what happens. That's your
1: poker tell. That's your poker tell. Yeah. And I tell you what. We're on another episode. We are. We yeah, are. We're, st- we're still going. We're still going. The average podcast only lasts six episodes. Bigger than the average. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm told. (laughs) What have you been up to this week? What's been happening? What's going on? What's on with you? I have been getting in the Santa spirit. I did uh, my first proper full-on Santa session, which was really nice because it was a relaxed session for um, children who have um, difficulties, either on the spectrum or they have um, communication or speech difficulties. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to give a shout out to a lovely lady by the name of Julie Cotter, who listens to the pod. Hello, Julie. And she is a speech therapist. And we went to her session, and there was 14 families came in. And I have to say, it was so rewarding and so lovely. Just really, really nice being Santa and doing that bit. Mm-hmm. And I've got to go to I am, I am so filled with the Christmas spirit now. I, I could, I could possibly visit Scrooge for a cup of coffee and change his mind. Never mind for goes. Oh, Feel free to donate some to me. I just, it's just not happening for me yet. You just, well, we'll get you there. I mm. mean, it is
0: just the beginning of November. No, not at all. It's like <laughs> when we're recording this. Yeah. It is the twenty-first of November, so it's not the beginning. It's not the beginning of November at all.
1: A feels like, to me. My trees up. Mm. Is it? Up who? (laughs) Me! No, I (laughs) have got a Christmas tree up. Looks lovely. Mm. Got all the decorations out, ready to put up. Oh, more Christmassy already. Mm. And there's you, with your bar humbug.
0: (laughs) I, I don't have anything up. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor little tiny Stephen. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, there's nothing up. It's just the way I'm sitting. Hey. Um, so hey, um yeah, well, I'm glad you're in the Christmassy I am. mood. I'm in a good mood. I mean it's good considering you are playing Santa yeah. at the
1: moment. So you'd hope you'd be in a bit of a
0: Christmassy mood. Oh,
1: well, you like to think. How about you? What you've been Yeah, I always come on. I've had no encounters on the metro, I've just had a mm-hmm. lovely time. Mrs. is sick, one of the kids are sick. Apart from mm. that, I'm playing, you know, um, I've not even had have that much interaction with them. It's just been a case of getting them the odd thing and everybody's been ill and I've been staying away. So I stay mm. safe and say, okay, because I've got that many gigs on. So I've been had quite a, quite a chilled, relaxed time. Well, come on, add the drama.
0: I'm glad, I'm glad. Also, it almost sounds like you're almost happy that
1: your family are ill because then you can have a nice no, relaxed time when you're no, away from that's them. that's not what I'm saying. I have completed my Samurai game, but that's different. Uh, hang, on, hang on, you promised me, you promised me some stories because you have been house hunting.
0: Yeah, so I've been looking because I work in Newcastle, so I was like, right, I need to probably get out of Sunderland and probably live in Newcastle or maybe Gateshead. And so I thought, you know, single man, let's get an apartment on the Side, right? <laughs> so, you know... Let's be basic and do that. And so I saw an apartment that I quite liked on um on Zoopla like move or something. And I contact the agent and I was like, "Oh, can I come and um can I come and see this apartment?" And after two failed attempts to get there yeah. uh, because they left no contact details for the person, so on a day I was running late, I couldn't contact anyone to tell them. So I just was like, well, I don't know if I can even go anymore. Yeah. And um and then another time I ended up working late, so I couldn't go. But anyway, this one day it all aligned and I was like, all right, I can go along. I work in Newcastle and this apartment is on the quayside. Yeah. It took longer to get to this apartment at the Quayside that it would have taken for me to get through the Tyne Tunnel back to Sunderland and back to my house. And I was like, well, this isn't a time saver at all. And so so that put me in a bit of a bad mood. It took me about 45, 50 minutes to actually get there, getting through all this traffic and just sitting there in my car. And then I was like, right, well...
1: This isn't fun. I'm just, and So yeah, I get there. Wait for one second. I have now got an image of you on one of them orange scooters. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I don't need a car anymore. I'll just ride the orange scooter everywhere. Oh, uh,
0: no, no. I, no, I couldn't, I honestly. But the thing is, though, I would never ride a scooter or a motorcycle because yeah. of the stuff I've seen in emergency medicine and when I was in like a my student and newer surgery. I've seen yeah, I've seen some bad stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, I would never, never, never ride any of that. And so anyway, I get there. I get there finally. And there was no parking anywhere. No parking. Um people seem to have been abandoning their cars at the side of the street where you probably shouldn't be parking. And I was like, well, Guess I'm gonna just abandon my car there as well. Yeah. Um, I won't say exactly where because I would like a bit of a plausible deniability <laughs> of where I dumped my car. Yeah. So if there's any like um parking enforcement officers listening to this, obviously I uh, parked my car somewhere somewhere decent that I'm allowed to. And anyway, I I finally get there. I'm about, I don't know, ten minutes late. I actually set off and I thought, oh, I'm gonna be early for this. But no, I was ten yeah. minutes late. I get there, right? Put the put the code in for their the apartment and wander in. And the entrance hall to this apartment oh, yeah. looked lovely. It was fine. Yeah. But my God, did it stink. Like I was and like Halloween. No. I was like, what's
1: that smell? Yeah. Like why does it smell this bad? <gasps> what's happening? To we in one of the apartments, that's the apartment you're gonna get. Well, that's no. what I thought. So like
0: honestly, I was like Either nobody has bathed or washed themselves oh. in these apartments for the last two years, yeah. um, or somebody's died in one of these apartments. I get in the lift, it goes up the lift, and I get out of the lift at the top floor, because obviously it's a top floor apartment I'm looking at, and then um, I get out. smells gone and so i'm like right so there's something gone wrong in one of the apartments either on the ground floor or the first floor so this this is not right i get into the apartment and the guy there is like hi this isn't my apartment but i'm gonna show you around and i'm like "Why? um who are you am i about to die like what's happening like uh, um, i have told people i'm here (laughs) just in case you're gonna murder me Yeah, split second. Through my mind, I thought, oh, God, I might die here. And I didn't get a chance to eat that Mars bar I've just bought. And I've never got a chance to try on that fantastic jumper I've just bought either. What a waste.
1: Yeah. That that, that does have the beginning of, um, hello, Netflix, got a series for you. Yeah. And I'm like, right, who
0: are you? And he goes, oh, I, I just, I rent the place. And I went then why are you showing me around? This is a bit odd. And he went, oh, I've lived here for, you know, about six, seven years. And I'm like, right. Um, And they're selling the place from under here? He went, yeah. I went, and why are you not buying it? He went, oh, it's too expensive. I think they've overpriced it. And I'm like, right, okay. And then he proceeds to take (laughs) me around the apartment and point out everything that is completely wrong with it. Amazing guy. Yeah. Loved him. He was like, there was a leak here in the kitchen. This is completely destroyed. You'll probably need to get a new kitchen. Have a look at this. Oh. And then he's going, skirting boards down here, completely knackered because the um because the boiler leaked. That'll need replacing. Oh, these carpets you'll need to sort out. Oh, if you if you notice there's a bit of mouldy here in the bathroom mm. because this extractor van's not working. So you'll probably want to get that done as well. And I'm like, right? Okay. And he's saying. Yeah, and I don't really want to move, but I'm kind of having to, and I'm like, right, okay, trying to, and he's going, I'm hoping whoever buys this, though, don't buy it until, like, the new year, so then (laughs) I've got a bit of time to move, and I'm going, you're kind of guilt-tripping me here, if I wanted to buy this place, I'd be like, well, I can't buy it until... I've got to wait a while. He's like, I'll take a good, like, you know, eight weeks, you know, three months, probably at minimum to buy somewhere. And I'm like, not really. Like, it's the searches. Like, if the searches get done quick enough, you, are, you're done for, mate. But um, anyway, I'll leave there um, in one
1: piece. Yeah. I'm a to be honest with you. Will you be tight to a radiator? <laughs> no, that would be fun. Um, no <laughs> <laughs> I do have the a... telephone number of a certain Mr. Boy George. Just tell mm. him you're an electrician and he'll be there for a while. Oh, God. Oh, God, I forgot he did that, he went, didn't he? Everybody did. He went in the jungle. There was one of those who broke And you forget, no, he held somebody hostage for a while. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Hey, God, well, that was
0: mental. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's not a good time. Depends who you're with, I guess. No. Um, so <laughs> anyway, so there I was, I was at work and I get a call really? from them and I can't answer because I'm at work. And um, she sends us an email and goes, oh, do you mind giving us some feedback? And so obviously I'd give the feedback. Yeah. And um, and one of them was, um, I'm actually pretty concerned that... There might be somebody dead in like one of the apartments, so would you please do like? Uh, yeah, would you please contact? Yeah, yeah, of course I did. Because at the end of the day, what happens if there is somebody dead and I haven't you alerted saw, someone about you this? I... Can I check that. Yeah, oh, please. <laughs> I went. Do you mind? I went. Please let the apartment managers know. So they can investigate this because it shouldn't smell like that at all. <laughs> and then I got like a, a, and then I mentioned the other things and everything, and I'm just like, and I also said I don't think it's fair that you're making the tenant of the apartment show potential buyers around yeah. because that's a weird situation. And she just emailed back going, "Oh, he, do, he wants to do it," and I'm like, I don't know how to put this I'm "Right, okay." Sure he okay. Does- I'm not here to argue with you, pet. I'm just giving I'm giving you feedback. Yes. You've asked for feedback. I'm not here to argue about my bastard feedback. But
1: that's what happens when people ask for feedback. They ask for it, but they don't want it. Uh, but I did say
0: please keep me informed to let me know if somebody has died in one of those apartments. Oh, yeah. But then she replied and said, Oh, we spoke to um we spoke to the apartment managers and they basically said no one else has made a complaint and whatever. And I'm like, but
1: I am like, it, <laughs> we you're not buying the flat. You're not buying the flat. Your concerns are nil. Yeah, and, and then at the end, she wrote at the email, she went, um,
0: "So do you want to make an offer on the apartment?" And I was like, <laughs> after all that, <laughs> wow. after all that, wow. it's like, no, I'd rather get fingered by Edward Scissorhands.
1: Thank oh, you very much. Read the room. The thing is, though, when, you, when somebody asks for feedback, and this is one of those things generally, when people ask for feedback, I have actually got the point twice now recently, and it's mm-hmm. been um, another comedian, and I've said, do you really want the feedback? Yeah. And they went, what do you mean? I goes, well, I'm, it's not all going to be positive. I'm going to tell you something you can build on. I'm going to tell you what's really good, but I'm also mm-hmm. going to tell you what you can do better because that's the whole point of feedback. Mm. Never just be, you know, give somebody a slagging, tell them what you can do better as and what's great and what you need to do more like. And I actually had somebody go, no, no, you're okay. I just wanted to hear if you thought I was good. Well, that's that's
0: not feedback then, is it?
1: That's, uh, I think, do you know what? There's times I really wish you could just go, hang on a second, here's a dictionary definition. There you go. On On the subject of human flats... Me and Becky mm. went to look at a house in Whitney Bay, and uh, oh, nice! Yeah, this was a while ago, <laughs> mm. and it was a big, big. It was a four-story house, right? It had room for all the kids at the time. It was a bedroom for mm. four. four I was like, oh, fantastic! And somebody on one of the top floors had laid down laminate carpeting over carpet. La- 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 laminate flooring. You know like the wooden flooring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So laminate flooring. Over carpet. So it was bouncy. Mate, it felt like I was in NASA. We walked across the floor and went, What's good? And I because you see, as I have what's known as no tact. I just no. went, What's the matter with this? And the one when she went, Oh no, it's it's a unique feature. I went, What, the floor's knackered? And she went, Yeah, it was no, yeah. it's a bouncy floor. And I was like,
0: Nah, that's a lie. Nah, I think they're lying to you there. I don't think they had carpet underneath. I think the floor was knackered. Mate, no, no,
1: I wasn't. No, I wasn't bouncing downwards and bouncy upwards. I am. Um... <laughs> what are we talking about? What, what, what happened <laughs> to us? What happened to us? <laughs> Becky was downstairs with a woman.
0: <laughs> oh, was she? Tr- oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, Good for yeah. her. Was she experimenting? She was She was, she was huh?
1: mattering on. She was mattering on, right, to this woman. who was from the mm. stage and going... Yeah, well, I'm a bit concerned about that floor, <laughs> and then, because <laughs> it made me feel like an astronaut. I was doing that one giant step and another one <laughs> so, across the floor. Then I ran across it a couple of times, not remembering that I sound like the herd of thundering elephants, and they could clearly mm. tell what I'm doing, and make just went. She was, yeah. I'm trying to say to this woman about that floor, and I look at you, he got in "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, childish! Oh, childish God. yeah. I once had somewhere we were going to view, get bought, just before we were about to view it, half an hour before we were about to view it.
0: I've yeah, I've had that before, like um. They'll be like, oh, somebody's put, they'll ring me and they'll just go, oh, someone's put an offer in already and they're not going to take any more offers, so there's no point in going. And I'm like,
1: we knocked, We knocked right. on the door of the place and they said, either the last people have been in, they were here half an hour ago, they just bought it, put an offer in mm-hmm. it, it. I was like, well, well could we have a look and maybe see if we can do a counter offer? But now we're quite happy with what they've offered. They've offered over the amounts. I was like, all right, can I just have a look inside your house or? <laughs> I love looking inside people's houses. Do you? Oh, yeah. Do you not. Not really. Oh, I'm t- not that off. I love it when you get a celebrity house up for sale and you're looking at it going, Look at that. E- do, do you never do that? No, no. Do you hear that going, Oh, look at that? I was having a look at Smeet oh, John's house the other day, which was up for sale.
0: Oh, I'll ah, t- tell you
1: what, that woman's got to think about mirrors. right nice. I mean, there's mirrors and there's
0: mirrors. Mm. well I, I think she looks a bit like a vampire so she probably can't even see
1: herself in Ooh. it Meow. <laughs> that should be my new <laughs> noise. and he you, you see something really caddy i'm looking gonna go Meow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> all right well while we're on doing this just to see i had mm-hmm. an interaction with a listener at the weekend oh, which was very really nice uh, did you survive yeah um so i was at Stamford and fireworks fundraiser in Stamford. It's a little villagey place. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. The name gave it away. All right, well, but fill in the details for the middle colour. Uh, and I spoke to Marjorie, mm-hmm. who found out we had a pod, mm-hmm. and decided to have a listen in. And mm-hmm. uh, she went through all the episodes. Oh, nice! Which at that point I think was seven episodes. Oh, that, is that why we had a bit of a peek yes. in listeners? She went through them all in the space mm-hmm. of a day and a half. Right. i said that is a lot of Stephen and stefan and she would it is a lot it's overdose but she felt like she could join in and have a chat and i said do you want? do you want to submit a problem she went no 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 i do not but you're too nice to some of the idiots i'm like who's the idiots to be fair she's probably talking about us on a separate
0: note how expensive custard these days yeah, it is, isn't it? I, I remember I went hunting for some custard recently, and um, <laughs>
1: that's I don't title, know why. That's the title, Hunting for Custard. <laughs> Sounds like such a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> hunting for custard. You, you, don't, you don't know why I was hunting for custard. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, uh, then the easy option would be, say, were well, you having some spotted dick? <laughs> but I'm not the kind no, of that. I was having some cherry pie. Thank oh, you very ooh. much. Um, ooh, nice bit of cherry. Mm. I kind of get away with cooked fruit. Back to Marjorie. So the other thing that Marjorie quite liked was, she was, mm. you actually give some fairly good advice. I was like, you're like the third person to say that. Mm. Right, it's only supposed to be a bit of fun. She goes, but no, you actually do give some good advice. I find myself agreeing with you a bit more, and I'm going, right, I really wanted to say me. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She just of left it hanging. Uh, nah. Yeah. She had just listened to the episodes. So she probably knew that I was hoping people were gonna agree with me. But she didn't. Well, I think I don't know, maybe, maybe we should actually,
0: maybe we should set up a poll in future and see, like after every episode, see who agrees with um,
1: who in regards to advice. Sometimes we do well, agree, I'm though. I'm not even going to waste my time there. I'm not even going to waste my time there, because you saying, fine, <laughs> well, well no. Uh, Nobody's going to agree with me. Yeah, I just want some feedback, inverted commas. Oh, oh, you see the snake's head swallows its tail. Mm. You see those tattoos? where the snake's head swallows its tail it's an uberus very popular at the moment apparently it's the most popular tattoo of 2022 that's that's what i found myself reading the poor tattoo artist and said what's the most common tattoo you've had done which is away from the you know the standard ones on the walls and apparently Mm. the uberus was the most popular shows that you guess what the second popular one their name in chinese oh no
0: oh not that again can you remember the 90s when everyone was getting like chinese symbols put all over themselves and they just didn't have a clue
1: what it meant i'm waiting for somebody to bring back the tram stamp (laughs) 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 um imagine the first one again i've got a really cool back tattoo do you know what they're going no it's a tram stamp what I'm sure I'm sure they'll come back,
0: and I'm sure there's been plenty of people who've come on their back as well. What
1: the the differences of uh, the the modern day version of the tramp stamp is. Um, so I did see something recently
0: under the gaze, right? Yeah, under, under, you under you the know, gaze, yeah. And uh, for the gaze, and it was um, it was a meme, and it was basically saying the sluttiest place you can have tattoos done is the sort of um, topsy your thighs. For men, oh yeah, um, yeah. So like, gay men, tops of your thighs, sluttiest place you could have a tattoo. And I was like, mm, maybe, don't know. But that's that's the gays anyway. Stephen Hammer is
1: gay news now <laughs> for the straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell me, tell me about yours. Uh, your straight uh, news. Well, apparently my straight news is apparently pineapples aren't what they're knocked up to be. Uh We were talking about the uh, the down pineapple, upside down pineapple, right? Which means you're a swinger. I mean, i heard about this. Weave Key or these keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the first swinger party in Sunland ever.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I honestly
0: did not know what that meant, right? Um, until you told me what that I meant. Didn't,
1: I just made that up. That's not real. I, is it not? No, well, we well, had, sure? well, had a bloke on who was an expert. I was doing breakfast on the BBC. Uh huh. I had a bloke on who was an expert that was going out live. And um, mm. he knew where every single northeast slang term came from, right? And no matter right. what you were saying to him, people were saying stuff, in, he's going, oh, I think you have it this. I think you have that. And I said, so do you know the heritage and the history of wee's keys or these keys? He goes, actually, I've never found out again. It's from the first ever swinging party in Sutherland. Mm. But apparently 8.42 on a Tuesday morning is not the time to be saying that when people are doing the school run. <laughs> no. I imagine, yeah, there was going to have to have some conversation. I made him laugh. I made him laugh. We had, a, we had a good old record, which wasn't very good because it was a by Vienna. <laughs> a Vienna by Lunar Vox, which I was like, oh, could have been a better song.
0: I, um yeah, well, I had a consultant that used to, when I was working at the RVI, yeah. and because I was from Sunderland, he used to be like, say, we've keys are these keys, and so I did, not knowing yeah. what that meant, yeah. so, yeah, he clearly used to just get me to say that just to take the pace, but um, he's retired now, so... Nah. He's steady, yeah. you. he's dead steady. No, I quite liked him. This is when I was quite, this is when I was like really, really skinny. Yeah. And he once picked me up and put me on a, um, a pair of scales, like patient All scales, right. just to see how much I weighed. And I was like, right, um, this is weird. Uh, that is the best pickup up <laughs> lane
1: I've ever heard. I'm going to put you on these scales. He mm. literally, literally did pick me up and put did them uh, on have the scales. So, he yeah. And was he giving you like Mars balls to eat as well? <laughs> hello steven yeah. another week or two go on have a bit of this uh,
0: apparently apparently this was like lad banter because he's really? like yeah I could bench
1: press like oh. two of you and I'm just like great do you, great do you know what I, where I scored and I did really well at, you know these um, strongman competitions mm. so what happens is you always have all these strongmen and, and you have loads of times you see the partners dragged along who just don't want to be there it's really, right. Oh, you know, there'll be a load of, the, normally there'll be a load of blokes and a load of women standing there going, come on, lift it, TV, and then you'll see their partners who will just say, mm. oh, I love you, but I just want to be here for this. So what I did was to mm-hmm. make it more interesting was, I started working out what each of the weights were. So I was going like, I started off with a going, ladies and gentlemen, that man is picking up a combined of 10 microwaves on each hand. Wow. But then I, I got it up to like, uh, that is four Victoria Bettinghams and one Jerry Halliwell. It's totally. Oh,
0: no, no, that's not okay. You cannot be bringing in celebrities, especially when, you know, there's issues around body image and everything like that. In that, that's no, an no. absolute Because what no it was, no.
1: they, were picking up a, they were picking up a barrel and it was a spice mm. barrel. So that's why ah, with the okay. spice. Oh, no, I wasn't doing body shaving.
0: Yeah, it's not bad at all, is it? Yeah, I don't think it's you trying to be creative and inventive and funny. I think it's basically you don't want to use the metric system at all. So you'd rather use anything else, including using microwaves or Spice Girls, because you just can't get away with
1: grams and kilograms. Anyway, that's my problem. Why don't we get on to this week's problem? So, this week's problem
0: is from Anonymous. We always keep it anonymous unless you specifically ask us not to. And even then, I'm probably going to keep it anonymous. But anyway, Anonymous says, I've been trying to break up with my boyfriend now for about two months and it is not going well. About once a week now for the last two months, I've been sitting him down. I've been looking him directly in the eye and I've been telling him things aren't working out. I'll explain why, and he'll be looking directly at me and nodding. Once I get to the end of this explanation, he'll then ask me, who are you talking about? Is this one of your friends? He does not seem to get that I'm trying to break up with him. So my question is, how can I break
1: up with my boyfriend? Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If they're not listening, hmm. that's the one thing that bothers me when I get accused and told you, well, you're not listening to what I'm saying. And I say, I am. Maybe I'm not giving the reaction you want. Yeah. But I am listening. Um. However, this person, she sounds like when she's speaking all he hears is wah, 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 from like <laughs> Peanuts, you know, from Charlie Brown. Wah, yeah, wah, yeah, wah, wah, yeah.
0: Wah. Yeah, fair. I mean... It could be that I mean it could also be that you are talking in riddles I don't know maybe you're going maybe you're going at this wrong and you're sort of talking about I don't know star signs or something if you ever want me to switch off in a conversation yeah. you talk to me about star signs because I instantly go yeah No, like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I just zoom out. And so maybe you're doing that. Maybe you're coming at it with a story and going, let me tell you about such and such and such and such. This represents us. And before you even get to that, he's literally just zoned out because he's like, she's about to tell me a story that I'm not going to be interested in. You're going to have to be direct. You're going to have to go in directly. Or maybe he just doesn't want to know. Maybe he knows what you're saying,
1: but he's kind of like, doesn't want to know. I've been accused by Becky of not doing a job properly, purely because if I do it enough times wrong, she will just stop asking us. And that hurts because I've been doing my best job.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, are you talking about the bedroom? Oh, not like that.
1: Shut up, man. You call on the cob for a split rail fence. Um, so... <laughs> oh, oh no!
0: Oh, like okay fine now i know how you feel when i'm doing my
1: innuendos okay fine fine i'll try to stop uh, right now it's moving the eyebrows right <laughs> right okay uh, so yeah oh, but no dear. i honestly think sometimes i've always been the one who's been a couples therapy that's the only relationship you are finished it's not mm. sometimes mm. you do need to have somebody interact and go on Actually, yeah, being a bit of the you're being a bit I of a twat, yes. You're being a bit of a tool. And the number of times I've known people who've gone for couples therapy, and the person who suggested it is the one who's come away to go on. Well, th- this was a waste of time. And
0: they mm. find the waste of
1: time because they've just told you that you're the one in the wrong. So you're
0: suggesting they try to work on the relationship and go to couples therapy. Hmm, interesting. Maybe she doesn't really want to break up because if she's the one who's not being you know open enough in Mm. this trying to break up you're clearly not trying hard enough i mean maybe it's your subconscious just not wanting you to let go
1: maybe she was like the person who you just went to view the flat off
0: (laughs) yeah yeah maybe i once i once
1: got dumped on christmas day
0: ah see that's not good because this you can't break up with people at this time of year this is like this is you're getting up to christmas time you can't you can't dump people now because christmas presents are getting don't bored don't, don't, don't. you know I, was, are I being made i got a
1: christmas day i got a taxi mm. to their house from my house right yeah i knocked on the door i handed over the presents she went i don't want to see anymore we're finished shut the door wow i was like eh i couldn't get a taxi i had to walk three and a half miles going in the snow well yeah that's depressing uh, um, that, honestly that was like wow and, oh. then, and then a week later she was actually i thought about it we could see each other again i went you just didn't buy anything for christmas did you and she went no i was like right no you're all right fine we're done she could have just said that yeah, like but... honestly
0: um that's absolutely awful that's yeah she oh god she needs buggered by something hard and sandpapery oh. that's, that's no Oh, no, thank... What a mean person she is. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah, well, you could be his director. Is that really? I mean, if you really want to get rid of
1: him, yeah. you can do that. Actually, um, honestly, write a note. Write a letter. You, you, once you write a letter, you put down everything, how you feel and how you think. Mm, if you no, I don't like that. Do you not? No, no. That's like dumping someone by text. Don't like
0: that. Coward's way out. Have the conversation... Go in. But she's having the conversation. Look. He's not listening. I don't think she's having the conversation properly. You need to go in and you need to start the conversation with I want to break up. Not I'm going to talk to you about why things aren't working for us. None of that. <laughs> I want to break up. That's okay. a- I mean, I, d- I did once have a um I did once have this breakup um yeah. years ago when I was in my um early twenties. And it was this lad who I was like, "Yeah, this isn't working for me. I, I need a breakup." And so, like, I did it over the phone, uh-huh. right? And um, I rang him and said, "You know, it's not working for me. I want to break up." Blah blah blah. I got back to my house, and he was um, sat in my bedroom. What? So that was um, that was weird. I was living with my parents, so like, they'd obviously let him in because I hadn't had that conversation with them. And I'm just like oh for god's sake why are you here um we're breaking up and he's like no we're not and um we lasted another three years before we broke up so <laughs> Whoa,
1: <okay.
0: laughs> yeah that that didn't work out so well yeah um you need to probably get rid now because otherwise you might end up just breaking up in three years time like get i did rid so now.
1: get rid now Did you have, have happy times in those three years
0: Um, sometimes, but... Uh, not worth three years. No, I was his dirty little secret. That's the only way to sort of describe it. Oh, it was right. like, you know, I was his best friend, inverted oh, commas, right. and it's okay. just like, yeah, that that type of stuff, and I'm just like, I, I don't need this nonsense.
1: Like, no, no, no. yeah. I, yeah. That's it, that's it. Well, I think we've put that person to bed, and hopefully we'll um, have, well, hopefully to bed by themselves. There you go. <laughs> or... Oh, or what my friend always said. What one of my
0: best friends always said to me was, "The best way to get over a man is to get onto one." And so, um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's that would definitely fall and, under the level of advice. <laughs> and that's how I ended up at the clap clinic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Did that? Did I never t- Did I ever tell you the story where? Um, when the last time I went for like a sexual health screen right mm-hmm. I went there and the problem with going somewhere as a doctor is that you're always fearful that you're going to meet another doctor that no. you know and so I went right and they were like oh it's a consultant whatever and I was like oh well I don't know that person that's fine Great. and so I go in and I sit down and um, you know I I tell everyone if you've ever had sex yeah. you should have a sexual health yeah. screen simple out should look after your sexual health and so anyway i go being a responsible adult yeah. and uh, sit down and sat opposite me is a gp colleague of mine and i was like why are you in this room and he goes oh i'm um i'm just doing a bit of experience because i'm gonna i'm gonna start working in sexual health soon and i was like did you not want to have a look at the name of the next patient coming in? So then if you knew them, you could leave rather than us now having this awkward conversation because you have to get out, just get out (laughs) um, because I do not want you to be listening (laughs) to these. What are you doing here?
1: Well, that's what it is. Yeah. I
0: was just like, Oh, honestly, it was, I was just like, yeah, this is really awkward. And um, the thing is, I then turned to the consultant and I was just like, did you, have any sort of conversation with him before i came into the room as to why i was there because you might have broken confidentiality Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was um that was really awkward that was really awkward um yeah so one of the one of the difficulties of being a doctor is that you know a lot of people in healthcare, and then if anything happens to you you're always a bit worried that you're going to bump into one of your mates
1: I could see that being an issue. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a definite problem. Look, with mm-hmm. comedians, never have that problem. No, you just end up, you just end up telling them about anything embarrassing that happens on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: bet you I bet you don't pop in for a prostate exam and it turns out to be one of your
1: mates, and you're like, mm, no, this isn't going to happen. Uh, Especially you not know if it's Barry Hawkins, right? <laughs> 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 <letting you> <laughs> out, although i do know some colorful character names i don't know barry who can't do you not uh, good um Yes. no yet net yet kevin who yeah but, but not barry <laughs> <laughs> should we do should should do another um that now it's time for another social situation problem
0: yeah i agree it is time for one of becky's problems today's problem do you tell somebody they have food in their teeth
1: or do you let it go well with this being a podcast i can't show you what i normally do what mm. i normally do is i try to do that very surreptitious thing of going ahem and then doing me tongue in front of the teeth so the door when nobody else is looking however sometimes people can get the wrong message from that i'm to get gene simmons yeah, yeah
0: for once I think I kind of agree with you there, kinda. If you've got something on your face or on your teeth, like when you're having dinner, I'll look them in the eye and then I'll like I'll mimic the action yeah. of where the food is and that's what I'll do. The problem is is if I'm talking to someone and they start then just scratching their face or something like that, I start checking my face for food or oh, something yeah. like that. No, no. It's easy. To- and so and so, yeah, I start doing that. The other thing you could do as well is you could message someone. Oh, you can do with technology. Do I wouldn't? I wouldn't anou- if you're in a group. I wouldn't announce I, it and suddenly go, "Oh, you've got food in your teeth." I or like the that. most
1: embarrassing one mm. was when I was 22. Mm. And I was at a house party, mm. and there was a big group of people all standing chatting, and I it was over my shoulder, but I heard it. It's like, right. oh, hang on, I think you've got something." And then just went, is that a pube in your teeth? And he picked it, picked it from my mouth. And um, everybody just went, strangely, even though there was music on, everybody just went, whoop. It was so, it was one of them where it sticks in your memory. And it's horrible. It was horrible. And uh, they just, the person who, the 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 teeth person just went, no, it's not very funny you're not funny um you had had something stuck in my teeth um because i didn't i didn't have the chance to say it but i saw them and i, I didn't think what it was so oh and, and that's the thing i always hate it when you're like that social situations always i once saw somebody when i was filming something for a kids tv show and um they're to do it quietly with the person and say to them, you have got something on your teeth and they're filmed a take and that's the thing I, I always check. I've got a little mirror I check before and I've got nothing in my mouth, nothing on my teeth because I'd hate, oh, especially, especially with HD cameras now. Mm. And uh, this per, this person, they went, um, we're going to have to go for another take there? And um, they, they went, what's the matter? What, what was the matter with that? What was the matter? I was one of the main people in the cast. It wasn't heaven before anybody asked. It's a kids' TV show. Um, and then the kid came forward, the adult came forward who's playing a kid and they went um and they whispered in the yeah and they went ah and they just wrenched at their teeth i was like they were trying to tell you quietly you had something in your teeth because mm. we just we just had lunch mm-hmm. but um they, they just they reacted like they said you know you got poison in your mouth which clawed mouth. Yeah. So I was like they have tried to do that really politely and tell you but we are. Yeah,
0: but that's that's not too bad. I mean, however people react, that's their choice. It's however you're going to tell them. Mm. I didn't like the I mean, idea. The really, I mean, yeah, the texting idea is quite a good one. I mean, um it's the thing is I can't get that pub out of my mind now. Like what was she eating before she well we know what she was up to. Was it the 70s by any no, chance? No, it wasn't the 70s. There was a lot of hair back then apparently. No, it
1: was um it was
0: Oh, no, we didn't like hair in the 90s, so I'm surprised by that. I was reading this thing about um Alien, you know, in the oh, 70s. Yeah speaking of pubes and apparently um you know the bit at the end where scott Weaver's weaver yeah. in the little pants apparently she um hadn't shaved or anything and was refusing to because she was like at what point would i have had a chance to shave yeah, right. when i'm being hunted by an alien and so she refused for the entire thing and uh, ridley scott had to pay someone to like airbrush it out from every single scene
1: <laughs> for every it's single crazy. shot that's a great thing on your CV. I airbrushed with Weaver's pubic oh. hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, bless. It's uh, still one of my favourite films. I love Alien. Love it. Do you know, it is It is such a good film. Funny enough, I watched it. Um, it, was, it was on, I was on on the last two weeks of the show. I was on and it was when I was doing the quiz on a Friday. And I just kept mm. looking it up and watching it. I forgot how great a film it is.
0: Oh, it's brilliant. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've just thought of something. Aren't you going to be Santa tomorrow? Uh, actually, I don't know where that came from. That's just sprung into
1: my brain. Tomorrow is my first full day sandring at a large shopping centre. Europe's biggest shopping centre, shall we say. It's not anymore. I know, I know. Don't, don't mention that when you're there, though. The loser. the lose shit over that, if you say that. I walked round there the other day. I didn't recognise half the shops. Mm. so much has changed um one of the biggest shops in there's primark well that's the same everywhere no because it used to be just high end in the metro center all it was was high end high end high end
0: yeah but it can't be now i mean i oh, i can't ab- i hate primark yeah. like um oh, it's just too many crowds i just can't deal with the crowds primark i mean not for you Well, it's more just the crowds. I just can't deal with it. It's always really busy. The queue's always really long. Hugh, when he was here, um, took me to Primark. Um, I've already said I don't like Primark, but he took me to Primark on Oxford Street. Uh I was in hell because it was rammed with people and it was massive. And I just went... I can't deal with this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take myself to Gregg's. And I took myself to the indoor Gregg's. That's the best thing about Primark is I've got a Gregg's. So I took myself there and ate
1: my body weight in pasties (laughs) and cakes (laughs) and donuts. Do you know what? Imagine if I had a Gregg's land. Because a lot of Um, of, of American street companies and the food companies mm -hmm. have got their own theme parks. Imagine if you had a Gregg's theme park. Name one. What are you talking about? M M&M World, yeah. mm, okay. Well, there's loads of different ones in the state. If you go to the states, loads of them mm, sponsors are sponsors of some of the big theme parks. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a Cadbury World, isn't there? I
0: don't think. Apparently, it's not very good, but um, I've never, Cadbury, I've never Cadbury, been Cadbury. Cadbury World. I've seen the advert mm. for it, and um, apparently, uh, it's a bit it's a bit expensive for what you get.
1: Well, this is the, this is the thing. I remember years ago, um, we. Should... <laughs> We we got a uh, we got a visit to the Kendall Mint Cake Factory when I was a scout. And Kendall, you ever had Kendall Mint Cake before? Do they still make that? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the normal, then you get the chocolate coated, and it's it's just pure sugar for hikers, basically. Mm. And they they took us into the factory where they made it, and all it was was just massive bags of sugar. Huge, big, massive bags of sugar and these huge boiling vats where they made the bars. It was actually quite. Really, mm. It was an interesting little visit. But one, yeah. the one I went to, which was the best one, I went to the Tunnix factory. Ooh, oh, oh, that would have been nice. That was great. Yeah, that game was with the scouts. who went around the Tunnix factory and we got to see them making the caramel wafers and got them doing the. Ch- mm. I got the season machine where they make the, the little chocolate marshmallow biscuits. No, that oh, that's quite oh, cute. That was, lush.
0: that was really good. I, I've never been anyway. As uh, much, the only thing I've ever had when I was a kid was I was at a McDonald's um, party. Somebody. Was clearly doing well for themselves because they had a party at McDonald's. That's how yeah. you knew the family oh, was God doing I. well. And um, and then he picked me to have a tour with him around like the um kitchens yeah. around the back and sort of like they took us around there for a tour, mm. just me and him mm. and some like, and I must have been about eight and some manager from there. And I was like, "God, the nineties were wild. This is where we made the nuggets." Well, yeah, but it was more the fact that they were like come and have a look at the kitchens. Here's some boiling fat in there and have a look. Oh, there's some knives over there. And this is a really dangerous place to have some kids without any um, parents present. But hey-ho, 90s.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, oh God, that was weird. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I can't really remember much of it. I don't know how, it, if it was the 90s, I might have been a bit older than age. But um, yeah, it was... Was it the nineties? It it looked, it yeah, it, it looked weird. It looked, it was yellow, like the yellowy sort of color that it used to be on in the inside, like yellowy and browny sort of colors on it, and like plastic plants everywhere, and the wherever you looked, there'd be like gherkins stuck up everywhere in pictures and stuff because people didn't eat them well, and they'd hide it, them. When they hide
1: them. Did the episode of mm-hmm. I've been watching that new series of Loki. And the, oh, yeah, and the yeah. Where she, the, when one of the characters was working at an old McDonald's from like the 1980s. And it just, yeah. yeah, yeah. was like, ah oh. I remember mm. when the first McDonald's opened in Newcastle. Oh, it was on Northumberland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. God, yeah. It opened in Northumberland Street. That was mm. the big thing. Everybody was like, oh. Because you'd never heard of them. There hadn't been a thing. You'd seen them on movies and TV. Yeah, and yeah. Wimpy's. Wimby's was the... If you went for a burger, you went for a Wimpy. Oh, yeah. I never. I don't think I ever had
0: a Wimpy. you know. I do th- I do remember seeing the odd one here and there, but I don't think I ever had one. To my mate's
1: chin, Mr. Wimpy. So, you know... Come on. <laughs> you know Northumberland Street? Yes. Right. It's it's what you
0: say when it's like throwing a chip down Northumberland Street. Well, yeah, no, yeah. This is I when, when buses before. used to come down Northumberland
1: Street who used to come down Northumberland Street? Buses? behave! Oh. You know, buses (laughs) coming up and down Northumberland Street all the time, right? All right. Central Walkway wasn't there. It was just a road. And um, Mm -hmm. it was a bit next to Marks and Spencer's in the pub, the Northumberland Arms, where it was like a ramp coming down. And what happened was Mm -hmm. there was two mates of mine, Scott and Peter, and I shall not say their surnames. I was supposed to be meeting them outside there, say Chevy Chase. Mm -hmm. Um, And... (laughs) Mr. Whitby was there. Now Mr. Whitby was like a beefy dad, but he had a big hat and a big belly, which made him in a perfect barrel shape. And and Scott went, "Could I have some stickers?" Because he had stickers, right? And the kid inside went, "Piss off!" Well, it said, "Piss off, Specky, Specky Four mm. Eyes, right?" Because Scott mm. had glasses. So, him and Peter mm. knocked him over, and as I'm walking up the hill, I'm watching them going back and forth and then just rolling Mr. Wimby down the road, basically in oncoming traffic. And <laughs> at any time you saw Mr. Wimby... oh my God, your childhood, <laughs> my God, at any time after that you saw Mr. Wimby, there was always a handler with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you seen somebody in a costume screaming as they roll down a hill? <laughs> oh, and
0: I and I and I wondered where the ideas used to come from from he, for like heaven and it's <laughs> yeah
1: that's true. The, the very first episode of heaven uh, involves somebody dying in 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 a bar, right? And the thing was, the pub was called Sweezys, right? Mm-hmm. because the actual bar where it happened was called Roadhouse, which is, of course, nice. is the greatest film ever made. Mm. Um And so he actually died. And the base, he said, well, better call last orders before the before they come. And then just cordoned her off till the police came and shut them down. Wow! You know, it's a true story. Oh. It's a true story.
0: You know, see that... Oh
1: my God. Your life... It- Every now and then you just come out with a story that just shuts me up. That's something. That's just something which happened there. I was just part of that. I wasn't actually part of it, but uh, I was part mm. of the episode. But it was a true story from what happened over there. <laughs> For
0: God's sake! Oh, not even attempted at CPR.
1: Just, just calling her <laughs> oh, off. She's de- oh, right. oh, she's dead. Oh, Just put her off. Get some last, get some drinks in before the police come. have the ambulance. Put last orders at the bar. Oh my God! Passy and on that, ladies and gentlemen, throw a chip on Northumberland Street. <laughs> he has been, he has been Dr. Stephen Ham, and you have been Stephen Petty. Present, present. Bye bye,
0: bye. And congratulations, you've made it to the end of this podcast. And as a reward, I'm going to add in some more outtakes for you. And while you listen to those, would you mind leaving us a nice rating on whatever you're listening to this on? And make sure you subscribe, so then you will get alerts or it'll automatically download whenever we've got a new episode coming out. Anyway, enjoy these outtakes.
1: How we got through, to go any wean of us pubes. Some beanie mm. babies is a fair value. This is why it takes me so long to edit these things. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just to make mm. pray, but it's, I can't help it.
0: Yeah, I, 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 it it barely works. Let's be honest. So, um, the food and yes. teeth, uh, the teeth and food, <laughs> the, the food and teeth. If there's teeth in your food, you need to start flossing. I right, tell
1: you like you should stop eating fish. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to deliver. I'll come to the door, so Albert will stop barking in a second. Alright I've got ah. the Iceland man making a delivery. Oh, to your back door? Right. No, front door, actually. I wouldn't want to come on the back. It's very dark. And he might hurt himself. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> might hurt <laughs> I, himself in your back doors. Oh, might get lost oh, in mine.
1: Oh, 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 oh. oh, don't you. Oh, vicious.
0: So, your suggestion of trying to get two done. Yeah, I am too no, knackered. We'll just, do one, we'll just... just do one good one. Yeah. I don't have two in me. Wait. This isn't. This isn't OnlyFans. I'm drinking. I'm drinking water this time, because um, I'm sick of ha- having to edit my burps
1: out when I um when I drink fizzy pop. If in the background of this, anybody can hear little rampant bits of panting, oh, I'm downstairs recording. Albert mm. learned my dog. But mm. uh, if he makes a noise when I'm doing one of these, he gets to treat the shit up, right? And as we're downstairs, yeah. he knows that I'm in the bedroom, no messing around. As I'm now recording downstairs, he's just looking at us going, game's on, bitch. Go lie down. I don't mean you, Stephen. Go lie down. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes. There we go. <laughs> to be honest, to I'm knackered. I feel like I should go and have a <laughs> lie down. You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes and like and subscribe and tell your friends what they're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com and maybe they can whitter on about your
1: email next time.